This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for joining me today on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. I appreciate it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, how to go from a rut to a routine, and I want to talk about the math, the mathematical equation behind why it's so important to maintain your systems and your processes and your habits and routines and rituals to make sure that you stay in that consistent routine. Now, like I was saying earlier, I, I don't, when people call me, it's normally a 911 call, right? I'm not getting that, hey, Jim, things are great. It's amazing. It's awesome. I normally get those calls. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I am really struggling in this part of my business. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, but before I do that, I, I always need to remind you of what my professional purpose is, and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. It's not just brokers, right? This is any type of an entrepreneur, a student, doesn't matter who you are. If you're happier, you're going to be more productive in whatever line of work that you're in. Um, truly believe that. And I, you know, I do all of this by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. Normally, I get pinged with a trend of questions, and that's what drives my content. Um, if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. That's what I do. It's what I get up thinking about every day. How can I help all of you be better at your businesses, at your life? Okay. Like I said, today I want to answer the question, Jim, how do I get out of this rut? And this week I want to make a final attempt to give you some simple steps to create momentum, the momentum needed to build a business that is predictable and enjoyable. And I want to prove it to you using a simple mathematical equation, okay? I think it's pretty clear from my Monday morning pep talk topics, right, to start this year, how I feel about systems and processes and habits and routines. You're either sold on this approach or you are not. But just let me remind you, okay, let me remind you this one thing. I've yet to see a high producer eliminate peaks and valleys and maintain consistent growth without having some key systems, processes, habits, and routines. And later on, I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you the math to prove this concept. So let me say that again. I've yet to see a high producer eliminate peaks and valleys and maintain, maintain consistent growth without having some key systems, processes, habits, and routines. You don't need to have a lot. You don't need to have a ton of these. You just need to have the key systems, process, processes, habits, and routines. So here are the steps you're going to follow, okay? Step one, you have got to change your mindset. You, you operate on the frequency you are emitting, okay? 
it's proven. You know, you have to realize that if you are if you are in a negative place, guess what? You're going to attract negativity. You are really in flow. Things are going great. Guess what? You're going to you're going to attract more of that. It's proven. It's proven. It is not up for debate anymore. And I think all of you have seen that in your own lives, right? When things are good, you just attract more good. When things are difficult, you attract more challenges. You know, again, I'm I'm lucky. I mean, I'm I'm lucky in that I get to sit on a front row seat. I have a front row seat of all of your businesses and lives. And I see this happen over and over and over again. So I have this data. I have this very unique place where I get to see when someone changes their mindset, what happens? It's it's miraculous. It's amazing. And Alma, you know, and I say that honestly, where now it's it's strategy for me. And when I say it's amazing and miraculous, it, it's 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 that it it never ends. It never um, ceases to amaze me just how simple this concept is, and so few people use it as strategy. Okay, so number one change your mindset. Number two, eliminate, eliminate or minimize anything that is standing in your way of a higher level version of you, right? That's step two. You, you guys are going to continue to hear this from me, right? All high performance starts with elimination. All high performance starts with elimination. That's a quote that Matthew McConaughey said. And I was like, wow, that is so spot on. Step three, we talked about it last week. Work your list. Do not, do not put any focus on any other projects until you've got your hot list, your warm list, and your top 100 created. Go back and listen to last week's call. If you didn't, it's an important one. It literally creates the fine line between having a business and a hobby. Super important call. You've got to identify, you know, unique ways and creative ways to authentically communicate with this these lists. Step four, if you do not work towards building pro- productive habits and routines, the first three steps will not stick. Okay, if you do not work towards building productive habits and routines, the first three steps that I just laid out will not stick. Step five, repeat until you are in flow. And you've created productive biorhythms through habits and routines. Now, once you've mastered these five steps, then you can move on to the more intricate actions needed to become part of that top 1%, right? Top 1%. That line between business and hobby, like I mentioned last week, is those lists get really good at building and strengthening and communicating with those people on those lists. That's the only thing that truly matters, again, when you're building a business. Um, So if you don't, like what's at risk here, right? Like that's the whole point of this call. Like I I wanna point out like what is at risk and I wanna take you into a mathematical approach um, to what you are facing. What's at risk here, okay? But first I wanna explain a few things there's actually 10 of them that are areas that I know are proven, right? It's proven 
through data and, you know, my ability to, uh, you know, uh, observe others. It's through my 13,000 plus, 14,000 plus hours of self-development, reading books, et cetera. These are the things that I know are true. Okay. And they've been tested. And I want to point out, I don't ever get on this call ever and talk about things that I'm not 100% sure about. Please know that. Okay. Um, I'm here to bring you content that I have vetted. And here's what I know. Here's 10 things. Quantum physics has proven that you attract whatever frequency on, what frequency you were on. And you'll hear me say, you know, what radio station are you on right now? Right? Like that's a frequency. We all log into our, you know, our radio stations on our car, right? Or, you know, our satellite radio. Well, that's a frequency. And when you go to that frequency, you get a result. Okay. When you send a text message to a certain number, that is a frequency that goes and gives you a certain result. Same thing happens with your thoughts, right? So important that you realize this is happening to you, whether you're negative or positive. You are attracting whatever radio station you're on. And that's why I, I, have, I work, probably the hardest thing that I have to do every single day, every week, every month, every year, is monitor where my frequency is at, okay? Number two, if your environment is unorganized, your business will be unorganized, okay? We just know that we just know that if you're a hot mess at home, chances are your business is a hot mess too. Number three, your subconscious mind is 80 million times more powerful than your conscious mind. So we need to program our conscious mind, right? We need through our conscious mind, we need to program our subconscious mind. We need to have that 80 million times of power working for us. That's where habits and rituals and routines all come to work, right? Like we realize that that is true. Now, a habit or routine is, is a regularly repeated action, either positive or negative, done without thought. Habits can be negative, as we know, right? When, we talk, when I talk about habits, I talk about them in a, in a kind of a healthy way, right? Positive way. But you can have negative habits that will do that you need to eliminate. And you do these are the things you do without thought. This is your subconscious mind basically operating where it at one point was told to operate by your conscious mind. Okay, number five, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with consistently. Okay? Choose wisely. Number six. A well-maintained database will create a 20% return each year. That's really a number I should be talking about way more than I do. And what does that mean? A 20% return. What does that mean, Jim? 20% return. What it means is that if you have a database of 100 people that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker, you should get 20 referrals, introductions a year off of that database to get 20 referrals, introductions. Okay, so once I started to realize this in my business, I, I said, man, I, if I raise, right, 
if I raise the uh, number of people that I'm that know me, like me, and trust me as a real estate broker, and I create a higher level of value, my my compensation goes up. And what I realized that that the compensation going up was the lagging indicator. And if I wanted that lagging indicator being that my compensation going up, I had no choice. It had to, right? So I had to I had to focus on those two leading indicators, the value I created and the number of people in my database. Okay. And I knew if I get if I could get to a hundred people, I would get a 20 referrals on the year. And you know what? It consistently netted me that kind of number. These are this is the math that I'm talking about. Okay. Number seven, each month that you do not connect with your database, you lose 10% top of mind marketing placement per the Direct Marketing Association. That means if you have 100 people in your database that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker, and you're doing well, but then there's a month that you go that you don't touch them in some way, right? There's some form of marketing that's not out there, or they don't see you on social media, or you're not connecting with them, right? 10% marketing placement means that all of a sudden, 10 of those people, when they think real estate or their real estate needs, they're not going to think of you. They're going to think, gosh, who do I call? And that's normally in that silver area, right? Like that, what I talked about last week, you got your platinum, gold, and silver. Normally in that lower group is where that top of mind placement comes. There's companies like Coca-Cola. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody's got their favorite type of soft drink. Or if you're like me, I don't drink soft drinks, but this just go with me here. They only advertise to stay top of mind. This is why during the Super Bowl last night, those they spent so much money on those ads because they can hit as many people as they can to say top of mind. 10% loss. If you don't have a business compared to a hobby. All right. Number eight, an average agent works about 2,600 hours a year. That's 50 hours a week. Okay. This should be really the max that you work per week before you start to lose effectiveness. And this is where when you're working longer, you're working like those hours. This is where you really have to look at the support that you have in your business. We'll get into that in future calls. Okay, 2,600 hours a year. Um, number nine, 20% of your active clientele will steal 80% of your joy. Again, create boundaries and choose wisely. You know, most people know if this person's going to be a train wreck of a client. Right? Set those boundaries. Make wise choices as to who you do business with. Because it will impact your ability to operate efficiently. Okay. Number 10, everything is in an equation. You can get to any answer using math. Any answer using math. All right. So let's do some math. This is why you're on here, right? The name of this call is From Rut to Routine, The Math. How do you get out of a rut? You understand like the math. You understand that it creates 
it needs you need action in your business to improve in certain areas. So let's get into some math, okay? Here's what we also know. It is my best estimate that the difference between someone that has a hobby versus having a business is that someone with a business is going to produce at least 2x higher, two times higher based on production. All right. And from there, you can go two and three and four X um, on your profit per hour calculations, right? How much am I making divided by the number of hours that I am working? That is maybe one of my favorite measures is that one calculation. Okay. So somebody who has a hobby is just, again, they're waiting for the phone to ring. Um, they're, you know, they're getting busy with their marketing when their pipeline is empty, not consistently, right? So it's just kind of ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys. So I want to just do a quick calculation of what this is going to mean. And I'm, and this is again, I, uh, you know, financially, uh, a number that I think will wake you up a little bit. Now I'm going to use an example of someone who is, has a hobby at 7.5 million in production, right? Been in the business five, six, seven years, eight years, doing 7.5 million. Never one year they're doing four, the next year they're doing eight, next year they're doing six, next year, they're, you know, there's no consistent growth. They're, they're bouncing around based on market trends and, you know, who uh, is calling them, right? Or how they're, social media works, whatever, but they're not, they don't have any systems and processes in place versus somebody who has a business who's doing 15 million, right? In production. Now, what you want to do is you want to take that 7.5 million, all right, times two and a half percent, which is about 187,500 gross. At 15 million, it's 375,000 gross, all right? Working similar hours, uh, one is making 187.5, the other one's making 375, right? Now you can use your personal splits to create your net, but based on this, we know the difference is between a hobby and a business is 187,500 gross to the positive for someone who is who has taken the time to create a consistent, growing business that is predictable, right? They're working with the clients they want to work with. They, um, their business is growing because they're constantly getting introductions from their well-maintained database, all right? 187,500 a year to the positive. We also know that with both scenarios, they are working, like I said, essentially about the same amount of hours. Okay, a person with a business uses their systems, processes, and habits and routines to eliminate the time needed to produce that extra seven and a half million. Um, now, the person selling seven and a half million is producing at about a $72 an hour gross based on 2,600 hours. Okay, so you're taking that, that number that you made at the end of the year divided by 2,600 hours, and that will give you that number. At 15 million, person is making $144 an hour. Okay. So for those with a business, I want you to visualize, all right, you're living off that seven and a half million. I want you to visualize putting that additional net GCI and maxing out your investments and taking one extra major vacation per year. 
with those actions and experiences, right? What does your life look like when you put 187,000 gross? It's going to be less than that because you're going to have taxes and stuff. But after you put that money away, what's that going to look like in 10 years? And then you'll have 10 major experiences from a vacation standpoint, right? Like you're going to be in a much better position after that 10 year period of time. Now, at the end of the year, for those of you that still have a hobby, I want you to take that 187,500, which is your opportunity cost. We're not putting the work in. Okay. That 187,500 that you didn't make because you didn't put that work in and you put it in a big pile, you pour gasoline on it and you light it, you light it on fire. Yes. That's essentially what having a hobby costs you on an annualized basis versus taking the time to create a business that is supported by processes, systems, habits, and routines. Now, if you're looking at it daily, you're lighting about $550 a day on fire based on this, you know, on fire based on this example. On top of it, Emotionally, you are way more nervous, less sure about yourself, and live in an unpredictable environment that leads to stress and unhappiness. The people that are the most stressed and unhappy are those that don't have a plan. They're those that don't follow the 12-week year where they're improving their business every quarter. Running a business is not more work. I worked less at 40 million than I worked at 8 million. I worked less at 40 million than I worked at 8 million because I had support, I had systems, the business came to me. And this is during a recession when nobody wanted to buy and sellers thought that their properties were worth way more than what they were in that in that market. Okay. This ha- this is available to everyone. This is not just available to certain people that have it. You know, this is I have some of the people that have surprised me the most have been the ones that you would think, "Hmm, interesting to see if they're going to and then they go out and they build this business and they're crushing it. This option is for everyone. It's a choice. And all it does is come down to making a decision. Team, this is the best sales pitch I could possibly make. I got nothing nothing left. And like I said, I... I can't want this more for you than you want it for yourself. I can't make decision. I can't make the decision for you. And I can't put in the work. Okay. If the stakes are not clear after today's call, not sure that I can get you there unless you are forced to change your mindset around this topic. Like I was when I had my real estate heart attack 
14 years ago last week. I was forced to change. I was forced to learn because I woke up one day saying, this business is not getting any better. And I want on the, on the positive side, for those of you that are on here that have made the decision and are working towards it every single day, I congratulate you. And I know that you are seeing the results of it. Okay. You're seeing little sprouts pop up, you know, you just got to be patient, be patient. Do not go back into your old habits. Okay. Just do not go back into your old habits because I will tell you, you will not recognize your business in a year. And for those of you that are sitting there and you know what I'm talking about and you're shaking your head up and down, hopefully this is a validation of all of your hard work. Hopefully this is a validation of all of your hard work. Um, I'm going to be moving into topics that are more related to those that have a business as we move forward here on these Monday morning pep talks. And um, as people call me and say, you know, Jim, I'm in a rut, you know, and again, and again, I get that call a lot. I, I'm, I'm going to point you to the, uh, to my um, Instagram profile where I've got a link to a playlist that has my best stuff on this topic. Okay. I've got a presentation through high note that, um, if you're struggling, I will send it to you and say, listen to these five calls and let's talk about where you're at on a scale of one to 10 in those areas. Okay. A pep talk one-on-one -on -one with me is not going to work unless you make the decision, unless you put in the action. Okay. Like I said, next week I'm going to be traveling, but we'll have a pre-recorded call up. Um, for Monday for next Monday morning is it's, it's going to be I think on the topic of really focusing on celebrating your successes okay my call next week or my my trip this weekend is a celebration of all the hard work I put in and I'm going to talk about how I lay out my year and how I schedule in um, travel and ways to celebrate and that's what the call is going to be about next week but I'm hoping that for those of you that I had not quite swayed into getting into action, that this call did it for you. And like I said, if it didn't, I don't know what will. So team, I appreciate you jumping on this call. Again, you can get all of my content at my website, AskJimMiller.com, on Instagram, under AskJimMiller on the handle. You know where to find me. And um, I will talk to you live in two weeks. Thank you, team.